pass. It falls for Diagostini. Stanky tees it up and oh. scores. Woo! Zach Stanky. Gavork DRB in for oh. Nacho LaRage. It's Nacho. But <laughs> <laughs> he's got LaRage. It's Yanni Pazini. An exclamation point. The man who will not stop scoring. Jones heads it down and it's pounded in. The captain, Jake Ashford. The green lead. That's Captain Twice. Hey, this is United in Green. Mike, Will, and Tyson. Uh, Tyler, the creator, is still not with us. Uh, he's got family commitments, you know. He's got little kids. So uh, we'll just get right to it. Tyson, how you doing, man? I'm doing good. It's a gross, wet, rainy night, but I'm here with you guys, so that's great. All right. Awesome, man. And uh, our returning champion, Will, how you doing, man? Good, and you? And we know what the rain means. It means the Vermont Green is coming. Because we can't have green games without rain. Yeah, no shit, right? No shit. Um, it's not raining up at my house. I just got I just got off the back deck. Uh, had a little grill sash. Uh, first one of the first one of the half winter spring thing, whatever we got going on right now. Um, but uh, yeah, I uh, grilled I grilled up some burgers and uh, and uh, had some salad and uh, family. Uh, my wife partook and my son uh, ate you know two burgers because he's a Friggin' 11, 12 year old beast. So he just uh, is constantly eating now. Um, but outside of that, uh, we have a very special guest tonight. Uh, we're gonna he we're gonna hear from uh, from our friend Spencer Powell. He's uh, he's a photographer um, for United or for United Green for uh, Vermont Green FC. Um, he's also um, he's an award winning photographer. We should say um, he's also. Uh, as we know, as some of us know, a uh, the backup, backup, backup emergency goalkeeper uh, in case we need it. So he he's a he's a member of the goalkeepers union. Uh, how you doing, Spence? I'm good. I'm good. Thank you for having me guys having me on today. I really appreciate it. Excited. Yeah, it, it's uh, we tried to have you on last year, um, yep. and uh, it it just didn't work out. Um, we had to rearrange schedules like four times, and it just didn't work out. So like I said. Let's get him on, and uh, the boys were like, "Yeah, let's do this." So uh, let's let's kick this podcast off. Uh, Tyson's the man with the question, so I'm going to let him start us off. Well, and I mean the the first question has to be, you know, how did you get involved with the green kind of from the beginning? Because I feel like you've been there since day one. Yes and no. It's a really good question. Um, actually, someone asked this to me last night, and I was like, I can give you the short answer, or I can give you the long answer. So I think we got a little bit of time, so I'll go with the long answer, and if I go too long, you guys can just stop me. Um, but yeah, long story, here it is. I moved up to Vermont about almost three years ago now. Um, didn't know anyone in the area. I'd been here only to play in the Nordic Cup back in the day, and you know, for me, meeting people in the area, the easiest way to meet people was through soccer. So I hopped on a Facebook group, found a couple of pickup games. Um, and then from there was able to meet people who were in like the Elite Eight, Elite 11 men's leagues. Um, and the Elite 11 men's mm -hmm. leagues put together like an all-star team. That all-star team 
the only game we ever played was a run of show test for Vermont Green. Uh, so from there, you know, my mother came up because she was like, I haven't seen you play in so long since your college days. Like, I got to come up and it'll be a good time. So I'm like, all right, yeah, come on up. Um, she was sitting in the crowd. And I think one of the other people who were like just photographing the game, um, I can't remember who exactly. She was like, oh, do you work for Vermont Green? Or, you know, my son's a photographer. He's actually in goal. Would love to get kind of just have something to shoot. Um, and he's like, oh, I'm not a photographer, but, and then introduced, I believe, Pat Inferna to my mother. Um, and from there, Pat came up to me after the game was like, hey, great game, but I also hear you're a photographer. So we don't really have an official one. Like, do you want to come to trainings or like, just come to the first game and get what you can. So I was like, all right, cool. And, you know, I'd been shooting soccer photography since my early college days and then had done some stuff with the New York Red Bulls. Um, and had a couple of doors open up there. So when I first moved to Vermont, didn't really know if I would ever get to kind of shoot a professional sports game again. And Vermont Green has opened so many doors for me. So that's kind of the, the long story is a little bit of my mother, a little bit of me getting lucky, uh, making an all-star team, and then a whole lot of Pat Inferno working his magic. You know, I, I, what what immediately like drew me to the green was like the – not just not just the fans or or the engagement from from the founders but like uh the the media team that they kind of immediately kind of put together and and you know um from the number of photographers and 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 the videographers that we've that we've met and 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 uh through the green mountain boys and and kind of became became friends with became familiar with it always seemed like like you were the guy to come up to us and talk with us and have chats with us before the games um, in the crowd or, or, or during breaks, during halftime, that kind of stuff. Um, and, and so for me, like you immediately stood out not just because of your, like your amazing head of hair uh, that, that everybody uh, I'm sure notices all the time, I had to but like you, you seem to, yeah, you seem to have that kind of charisma uh, on the field and, and you get into some really good spaces um, so I'm sure like what kind of informs your photography when you're, when you're, um, on like a, a, a sports, a sports field or a sports pitch versus, versus, um, doing other photography. Yeah, that's a really good question. Um, so for me, having played the game since I was, you know, three, four years old, um, and playing at a relatively high level, um, you know, I played division two in college had it went on a pretty pretty solid season my senior year that ended with some sort of ring it wasn't a national championship ring but we'll take a conference ring while we're there um so for me you know spending hours and upon hours of watching film um just watching the game being played i think that gives me a lot of an advantage as to a lot of other photographers who are just coming to you know shoot a game here shoot a game there but also, like you said, meeting the people, uh, the fans, the supporters, getting to know the players, their families, because a lot of people will see a, a photographer at on the sidelines of a game, be like, oh, they're just here to capture kind of Instagram, um, you know, reels, anything. But for me, it's more of like capturing the, the history of the club, right? I think, sure, anyone can go out there on the sidelines with a camera and take a, a good photograph. But it's about telling a larger story with that photograph. And with Vermont Green, it's such a grassroots kind of thing, you know? So that's why whenever I do go to a game and I see you guys, I'm, you know, I want to know your stories as well. And I think you guys have such an important story when it comes to Vermont Green that 
I want to, I want to tell everything, you know, did it start? And I wish I was there from day one when these conversations were going on, on zoom with, you know, Matt, Sam, Keel, and all those guys. And that would have been really cool to photograph as well, because then you're really there from the beginning. And I feel like there's a lot of that stuff that's kind of missing, but just being able to capture what I can now. And, you know, obviously I still, I still enjoy getting a couple of Instagram shots here and there, but just telling a larger story and is something that, that draws me in and something that I think kind of differentiates me from a lot of the other photographers that are, that are covering these games. Really? <laughs> Sorry. So, you know, obviously you're, you know, now an award winner. So why don't you walk us through what that um, competition with club 11 was and, and what that means for you? Yeah. I mean, I do owe a lot of thanks to you guys. Um, without the support of the green mountain faithful, I would definitely not have won that award. Um, but that's an award that for me has been a target for, I want to say the past two or three years, ever since I've really gotten ingrained and enriched in this, this photography community within soccer. Um, so it, it was a big deal. And again, without you guys and lighting those smoke bombs on that last game, it was something that when I took the photograph, I never posted it anywhere. I sent it to the guys. I was like, Hey, like, this is a cool one, but like not crazy about it. Um, and even in submitting the, the photo for awards, I was torn between that one. And then there's, I have a different one where there's a super young fan and he's the only one standing up and he's got his Vermont green scarf and he's screaming. And I was like, Oh, okay, this is kind of cool. And I was kind of leaning more towards that because to me, that was the fandom of Vermont green, right? Is it's for everybody. It's not just the young kids. Um, it's not just the adults. Mm -hmm. Like it's a total collective of people who come from all different walks of life. Um, and I was kind of leaning towards that photograph. And then I talked to a couple friends and they were like, yeah, no, this, the smoke bombs, the black and white, and the fact that it's just, you can see the authenticity of that moment um, was a big deal for me. So once I, I kind of talked a bit about, about that, um, I submitted that and, you know, you guys voted for me and, and I won this amazing award thanks to club 11. And hopefully it's something that I wouldn't say changes my life but has opened a lot of doors that I think can potentially change. Um, you know, photography is not my full-time job. I don't think that's a surprise to anyone. It's a tough industry to make it in, especially being in such a niche of sports photography. But if there ever comes a time where I can make it my full-time job, then I will be the one to jump right on it. And I think this, this award was kind of that first step in that direction. Now, yeah, now when, yeah. Oh, go ahead, Tyson. Sorry. I didn't well, mean to. I, no, that's, that's fine. I, I was just going to say that, you know, it feels, you know, like when you're saying about how it's like such a, a illustration of like community and, and, and such an of the moment thing, you know, I, I think that like, especially amongst us, amongst like the Green Mountain Boys, that's like such a pivotal part of what we're trying to <clears throat> do out in the stands like get people together get people to ch uh you know chant get people to sing um i i i don't know i it, it just really made me so happy for you and then also for everyone else who was a part of that i i was also uh selfishly super happy because i was the one who was waving the pirate flag at, at that were point. you yeah so I tyson's our pirate flag guy. he's the pirate oh flag yeah. that's full circle i had no idea Oh yeah, I I took over waving the the Jolly Roger like the the last two or three minutes of the game, so I was uh, I was very happy to be in that. 
Oh, well, thank you. Because without you waving that flag at the exact moment, that shot would have been totally different. So thank you very much. Yeah. Tyson, Tyson's our, uh, Tyson's our, uh, our Blackbeard flag guy. So um, I, I think that like, and it's not just that photo, but like uh, just to touch on that photo a, a little bit um, for anybody who, who closely followed the, the team, even though that's black and white, um, you can, you can see specific players in that. And, oh, yeah. and like Dylan Lane is like front and center, right in the middle that <laughs> his red, his red hair, but you can see, you can see the, the the emotion on the players even though it's black and white you don't really see their faces and and, and any like i said anybody who has who has followed the team or, or who closely follows the team knows each one of those players you can see who's who like i think nate jones is in that picture and like yep. uh, we have we have that connection uh in the green mountain boys but that's not to say that like that's all you photo you 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 photograph during the games like like you said you had that the picture of the young man with the with the scarf and um there's there's a lot of action like some of my favorite ones are the uh in the huddle pictures you know that you take um and and that shows that shows a, a piece of emotion from the players um that we don't like people don't get to see you know it, it, it shows that kind of pregame mentality the, the the locked in the eye the locked in eyes that kind of stuff um is that is that something that it just kind of happened like that you just said like i'm going to try and get in the in the middle of this huddle or is that something that it was planned initially or what so that goes back to my time shooting when i would you know when i was freelancing for new york with the New York Red Bulls, um, there's two kinds of two kinds of photographers at a lot of the professional games, right? You have your blue bib and your red bib. Red bib, they get to go anywhere. They can go on the field. They can. I mean, it's mostly the team photographers, and then a couple of guys, usually or girls, hired by the MLS. Um, and then there's your blue bib photographers, and we have to stay kind of outside the boards. And I've always wanted to be that red bib, like, oh, I'm the guy. I'm the one who the players look for when they celebrate. I'm the one who's allowed, like on the field and in those huddle moments. And so, you know, when I initially talked to Pat, I was like, Hey, is there anywhere I can't go? And his first thought was, I've seen your work, use your best judgment and get anything you can that you think is going to be best for us. And so, you know, once he said that, I was like, all right, cool. Introduced myself to Adam um, and the coaching staff. And I was like, Hey guys, you know, I don't, we hadn't really met before the first game. And I was like, are you guys cool with me? Just going in the huddle, getting a couple of shots, getting out. And they're like, yeah, absolutely. Like it's a summer league for a lot of these guys. While it's still competitive, it's also about just showcasing who who they are as players and who they are as people. So they were like, anything you kind of think you can do, go for it. And so for me, that's as a player too, the huddle was always like, that's our sacred space. And, you know, you don't really let anybody in there, but as being on the photography side of things now I'm like oh no that's that's where I get my best shots and that's because like you said all the players are usually locked in they could care less if I'm there I've been kicked by a couple of ankles in there I've almost been punched in the head one time when I'm you know going down trying to get the shots and no one says they don't say sorry until after the game because a lot of times they don't notice it and they're so dialed in that it's like okay no one's here it's just us going out on the field and we're just ready to do what we do so that's always a always one of my favorite shots to get um you know it's 
and it's as again it's a sacred space because there's only usually one or two people in there it's usually myself and brent who's on video duty and he's only recently started going in there because he started to get to know some of those players as well so yeah the huddle shots are that's kind of my bread and butter without those <laughs> i don't know where i'd be but also uh hopefully we will have some more content around huddle shots this year i've got some new pieces of gear to uh, bring the Green Mountain faithful and just all the fans across the world uh, of Vermont Green FC, bring them even closer to the team. So hopefully we'll be expanding upon that this year without saying too much. How laser focused are you uh, during these games? Uh, you know, do you find yourself watching or, or is this more of a job for you? That's a really good question. Um, it can depend on the game. I'll be completely sure. honest. Uh, you know, those games against Seacoast and Western Mass, I'm locked in just as much as the guys are because a, a lot of times during those games, it's a heated rivalry. So for most people, like when the ball goes out of bounds, you're like, oh, okay, cool. There's nothing to shoot. But for me, I'm like, oh, no, who's talking trash? Who's making faces at who? Who's getting fired up after a massive tackle? And that's the kind of stuff that I'm looking for. Whereas, you know, a lot of people, they want the celebrations, they want the glamorous bicycle kick shot. And I'm like, yeah, that's cool. But if I have someone who's extremely emotional after a last ditch tackle to, to make a save or um, to save a goal from going in, like that's the that's the shot I want all the time. But, you know, when you get to those three or four nothing, five nothing kind of games, that's when you're like, all right, guys, I'm I'm just going to have some fun. If you guys celebrate towards me, cool, I'll get it for your Instagram. But I'm not necessarily looking for those moments as frequently. But we also do tend to watch the games back because we're like, oh, I don't know what happened. People ask me after the game, oh, what was the score? I'm like, it's a great question. Let me rewind through my camera roll and see who I have celebrations of, and then I can tell you. Now, when you were getting together kind of with the team initially when you were first um, doing that, did they talk to you at all about, you know, we want like this kind of style this kind of shooting because like i i feel like you can look at any of the pictures that the team puts out like you can tell that it is done all done by the same person it is the same style of shot it's the same like saturation of color like everything is very neat it's very cohesive is that just something that you know, you, you do on your own because you're obviously a really good professional photographer, or is this something that you kind of, in working with the team, you kind of figured out a, a style or a look that you wanted um, the team's pictures to have? No. So we actually never really decide on what kind of, you know, editing style we wanted to have. That was just something. And if you look back at the first year, I was using a totally different camera system. So the colors from year one to year two, it's changed so much. And going back to some of the, the year one stuff, I'm like, who edit? Like, why did I edit this like that? This is terrible. And I'm like, yeah, but it, it kind of tells the story of, you know, we were bright colors. We were loud. Um, whereas in season two, it was like, okay, we've got season one out of the way. We, it wasn't just a kind of a fluke and, um, the colors for season two, it was a bit more serious and a bit more, oh, we're, we're not just here to have fun. We're here to actually win. So for me, it wasn't anything that we had a conversation about. And 
while there are a couple of photographers that their work will get sprinkled in here and there, um, shout out to Josh Wallace. He's always always got a photo or two in there. If I can't make a game or even if I can, he's usually pretty quick at getting some edits to the, to the guys. But it's pretty consistent across the board, and there was never really a conversation around it. But for me, I was like, okay, year two, once I got the, the upgraded gear, I was like, this is serious. We can't just be like, oh, bright, colorful. It's happy. It's, you know, Vermont. There's a smiley face on the on the crest. But no, we're, we're serious and we want to win a trophy. And this is how we're going to do it. So, yeah, top to bottom, I think we just kind of leveled up our, our whole media game in year two. Now, media. Uh, yeah. So you, you talked about Brent and you talked about, you know, he uh, initially was like uh, one of the one of the core members of the Green Mountain Boys uh, show up and pregame with us and stuff and mm. he's kind of disappeared on us which 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 is great for him and 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 uh and uh yeah i'm not giving him back yeah you, you can't give him we, back. we need him <laughs> we we have a lot of things that we've already been talking about in the off season where we're like oh we're gonna do this and we're gonna do that and it's i'd say it's better for you guys that he's on my he's he's with the media squad now because it means a lot more i would say access and just you know a lot more content for you guys um yeah, yeah. I was gonna say like, you can, you can leave like the the video stuff to him. You can leave yeah. the the cool bicycle kicks, the the great celebrations, that kind of stuff, um, because it, it it seems that you guys have a, a really good partnership, um, and and the media stuff that you put out and 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 the Vermont Green puts out is as I think, on a par or even sometimes better than a lot of the big professional clubs that you see. Um, and I think that kind of, that kind of drives a little bit of, 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 of how Vermont green is, is developing, not just as a football club, but as, as, um, it's kind of a community organizing thing. Um, and, and I think that really, it, that's really driving, um, sports in the Northeast and Vermont, um. And and I and I hope that I hope that can continue, and I hope that it can grow. Um, but it, I think that the media presence that that Vermont Green is putting out there, and social media, um, and even out in, let's say the the local news, uh, that kind of stuff, and even even beyond that, I think that really helps to to not just grow the brand, but grow like grow the community. Mm -hmm. uh show that we do have competitive soccer we do have competitive sports and and uh and the mission of the club is shown through through your work um and I, and I just to kind of go back to um the emotion that that you see uh it's it got really personal for me this year with um the photos that you took of and you probably didn't even know it at the time but me and my daughter um my daughter has never been like the biggest uh, fan of athletics or sports, but um, because because her brother plays at kind of kind of a higher level um, as a as a young man, um, she's kind of gotten into rooting for him, and she she, she and I um, have always kind of been running mates. So she started coming to these games, and it really really clicked for me when I saw that photo. There was that one photo uh, where I've got the megaphone mm -hmm. and she's just smiling from ear to ear. And you can tell that she's in on the chant. She's in on the gag. She's she's really learned soccer. And that like that photo that you took really clicked for me. Um, and, and and 
I just want you to know that you've actually like the emotion that you show in those photos that you take really has brought um, a lot of, a lot of kind of, uh, I, I think that, that, that people don't really understand what, what kind of emotion that soccer brings out in people. Mm-hmm. And, and, and it did that for me and, and it really shows uh, how hard you work and, and, and the skill that you bring to the game sometimes maybe without even knowing it. Um, so I just wanted to thank you for that and, and tell you that I appreciate that. And uh, it's, it's one of my favorite photos. I'm getting a print made of it. Uh, Love that. So I can, so I can stick it up on the wall at home, but I just wanted to thank you for that. Of course. And, you know, like I said, thank you guys, because it's without the green mountain community without the green mountain boys, it's like that atmosphere doesn't exist in the game. So as much as I love to shoot, like I said, the soccer side of things and like those last second tackles and the celebrations, it's also about you guys, right? Like you guys dump so much heart and soul into this club. Like how many other USL two clubs have a podcast? I know Ballard <laughs> doesn't. So it's like, it's you guys go above and beyond. And I think it, it really sets, I think the club does a really good job of setting the standard of saying, while we are just, like I said, it is a summer, a summer league team for a lot of people. This is for Vermont. This is the one thing we kind of really have when it comes to our level of athletics that aren't UVM athletics, right? Obviously UVM, super amazing athletic program. I've been really lucky to do some work with them, but I feel like if you're not, if you didn't go to UVM and you just, you know, you just moved to Vermont, you don't have that same kind of, um, same kind of history and the same kind of backing that you would for a club that you don't have to have any allegiance to. If you move here and you're looking for something to do on a Saturday afternoon or a Wednesday night in Vermont, like this is what you do. I've had friends, you know, text me or like, yo, I saw something from Vermont green. Do you cover them? What's the schedule look like? Can I just come crash on your couch? Cause I want to go to a game. And I'm like, absolutely. You know, it's, it's so much bigger than just the soccer that's being played. It's the level of professionalism, um, that's on display as well that makes me want to take the most amazing photos I can. Um, so yeah, I mean, they set a they set an amazing standard. And for me, I'm never the one who wants to drop the standard. And I'm always trying to push it to, can we go a little bit higher? And, you know, I'm not part of the the founders or the ownership group. And a lot of times I'm like, hey guys, am I overstepping my boundaries here? Just throwing out ideas. And they're like, absolutely not. Like we love it, keep it coming. And it also is a part of what helps drive them and then what helps drive the players as well. So anything I can do to to make this club even more amazing than it already is, I'm all on board. Like there's no idea I think that's a bad idea that we we've executed so far. And so what's the What's the experience as the photographer on the road when when you go on these travels, these away days? Oh, you're, you're capturing the images for all of us to to salivate over because most of the streams are crap. Yeah. You know what's what's it like to to go on those those trips? Uh there's one specific trip that sticks out in my my mind very vividly, and it is year one. We head down to Newport News, Virginia sitting in my office Wednesday afternoon. I get a call from Patrick Inferna. Hey, really last minute. We got a spot on the bus and we have an extra room, like an extra bed in, in the hotel room. Can you get the next couple of days off from work? And I'm like, when do we leave? And he goes, oh, uh, in like 12 hours, 24 hours, something like that. And I'm like, this is kind of a tough sell, but I got like, let me, I got PTO. Let me try and use it. So we head down there and it's, you know, 
I'm past my, I'm well past my playing days. I just turned 29 a couple of weeks ago. So my body's not what it used to be. And with a lot of these guys, you know, they're 18 to, to 21 and they're in the peak of their, their lives. And they're used to traveling on the buses, but getting onto a bus for 13 hours to Newport news, Virginia in the middle of the summer, it's hectic. I mean, I'm still, I didn't want to take the day off because I was like, Oh, you know, we got technology. There's Wi-Fi on this bus. I can answer a couple emails, hop on some meetings. And I got one side of me, Owen O'Malley's playing Minecraft on the bus screaming with a full size TV. And on the other side, you know, there's guys that are watching like Narcos or they're watching games. And then I got Ruben in front of me, who's just yelling and with Messer about why, uh, Kevin De Bruyne isn't as good as somebody like Luka Modric. And it was just like, guys, I don't know what's going on right now, but I'm trying to work and capture all of these things. So it's away days are a whirlwind. I love every second of it as much as it sounds like I'm complaining. It's just, it's one of the most amazing things. And like I said, having played soccer for so many years of my life and having been a player doing those away trips, I definitely missed it. Like sleeping on the bus is it's a weird feeling because it's so uncomfortable. But like, for me, there was a sense of like, Oh no, this is, I, I remember this. It's kind of comforting. And it's like, I'm kind of went back home, went back to my roots. So yeah, hopefully we will never have to do that again. And we can just host everything because we'll be the best team in the world. But, but yeah, the away <laughs> days, they, they can take a toll on you, especially if you like think you forgot something or if you think you missed the bus, it's like, Oh my God, who am I going to call? We can't get this whole bus to turn around. So yeah, they can be stressful, but they're always worth it. Now, are are there any times, you know, like especially that trip down to Virginia where you just kind of like are out there on the side of the field and you just think to yourself, you know, it's like, oh, damn it. I kind of wish I was in the crowd just like being a spectator for this. Like, or, or are you, you know, at that point where you're just kind of feel like you're so integrated into the team doing what you do on the sidelines getting those shots that it's just kind of two separate emotions um it's a little bit of both i will be completely honest there are times where you know i see you guys chanting and yelling and banging the drums and i'm like oh that looks like so much fun but at the same time that energy radiates down onto the <clears> field <throat> so like as much as the players are like we kind of feed off of that when you guys are singing um and banging the drums is like I kind of feed off of that as well because if you guys are singing and chanting, the players are picking up their performance, and I'm like, oh, I gotta, I gotta keep up. Um, but there are times where I'm like, I wish I could just relax. I wish I could just relax, watch a quick game of soccer, and enjoy it because you know I would say a good eight to nine times out of ten, if I'm at a soccer game, professional, you know, semi-professional, collegiate chances are I'm, I'm shooting in some capacity. Like I can't tell you genuinely the last, actually I can tell you the last game I went to was a Montreal, uh, Montreal impact CF Mo Montreal game. And it was because it's it was my first impact. time there. Yeah. Right. Like it's, it's always going to be the impact for me as much as they want to try and change their name. But yeah. And I went to that game and I was like, Oh, I'm, I'm thinking about all the shots. Cause it was a brand new stadium for me. And I'm like, Oh, I'd love to shoot from that corner. Or, Oh, I'd love to shoot from this position. And the crowd looks crazy. And you know, I'm like, oh, I wonder if I'll ever get that chance. And then I want to say like four months later, I'm shooting the Canadian women's national team at that exact stadium, trying out all these angles. So like, even when I'm at a game as a spectator, the photography side of my brain is still going like, Oh, the light's hitting really nice from this side or, you know, this angle looks pretty cool. So it never really turns off. Um, 
but I, I do wish there would be one or two games where I can just kind of sit with you guys and watch. I think that that uh that that day will be will be coming up where you'll you'll just say, screw it, I'm gonna jump into the crowd. Uh, maybe I'll maybe I'll photograph the 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 team from the crowd. Maybe maybe you'll just I've have tried a creative it once or twice. Moment. You'll I've have a tried creative it once moment. Or twice. It's not it's not bad, but it is a little bit of a vibration when you guys are jumping up and down sometimes and I'm like, ah, that could throw some things off. But like I said, with some new gear we got on the that I've got on the way, it is uh more likely this year, I will say. Yeah. I've invested pretty heavily into trying to like you said, keep that quality and keep and even just providing better quality. Um, I would say every almost like free dollar that I have, I'm like, oh no, it's going to camera equipment. Yeah, and, and we're 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 super thankful for like everything you do because, like I said before, you're bringing the exposure to to the the green to the fans that are here, um, and your contributions have actually kind of added to. A community that was always already big with local sports. We had the Lake Monsters um, until they were destroyed by Major League Baseball. Um, you don't like I will, still, I will still blame them for that. <laughs> Isn't it? Don't they still do like Dollar Dog Mania or like Dollar Hot Dogs? Uh, it was twenty five cent hot dogs. Yeah. What? They still do that. They still, still do, do that. that. Oh, I gotta go. Hot I've never called, been to a Lake Monsters game. Area at night. Yeah. Interesting. It used to be called like Hot Dog four Heaven. times a season. Yeah. Four? Yeah. Is it yeah. all you can eat too? Like I'm well, oh, a man. quarter, but you can order as many as you want. I think wow. you get like six at a time. I think is the the, the most I, you can get at a time, yeah. If I'm putting down sit hot six hot dogs in one game, we got we got issues, but I'm, we got, I'm, yeah, willing, uh, to, I'm uh, willing to try it. I will I say I used to I, do I used to do like a ten game package. So it yeah, and it included like all the hot dog nights. Oh, it's so sick. We, we got to get something like that. Just find a, a food truck who's willing to lose every dollar that they've ever made. Provide 25 cent hot dogs. Just 25 cent hot dogs at, at Vermont yeah. Green Nights. Exactly. We don't need a license or anything, right? Right, that'll, yeah. That'll offset the alcohol cost. So that'll do us all a favor. So. Very true. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Very true. So uh, I think we come to the part of the night where we're uh, maybe going to have some final questions and then we'll get into final uh, final thoughts. What do you What do you guys think? Sure. I mean, I guess I'd say to you, I mean, Spencer, as, as an insider, I think we can call you that. What What are you most excited for in this upcoming season? Man, that is a tough one. Um, there are some ballers. There are definitely, like, I know we say this every single year, and I think the track record can kind of prove that I'm pretty right. Um, but I think this next group has a quality of players in a an intensity about them that I don't know that we've ever really seen before. You know, like we've had some really, really talented people come through this club in such a short period of time. And I think that that's going to continue. Um, I also think that from a personal perspective, for me, I'm excited about content. Like I, I, like I said, I've invested so, so many of my, my dollars into this that it's like, I, there's a, there's this woman who's a photographer for major league baseball, actually funny enough. Um, and she does this kind of series where she straps a GoPro to her camera and records while she's, she's shooting some photos. So for me, I was like, Oh, this would be kind of fun because like you said, you guys, you get the still images from the huddle and every now and then you'll get, you know, 
um, something from Brent in there, but hopefully I'll be able to get a bit more in there um, with the GoPro and even just, you know, we got some some wireless microphones to maybe mic up some guys so you'll get to know a bit more about their personalities. And yeah, it's content game was we were at, I want to say what I thought was 100, but I think we're about to hit level two. So it's going to be a big, big undertaking that I'm really excited for this year. I'm uh, I'm already super excited about Reed Fisher. I've been I've been it's a I, dog. Dude, I did it. Yeah, dog. so we did a we did a uh we started a supplementary podcast as a little talking tactics with coach Dan mm-hmm. and uh Dan's our drum guy. Um of course. And uh we Dan and I have been just have been talking uh and, and like this kid is outrageously fast. Uh he's great on the ball. He's got he's got he's got a he's got a peak that i don't think that he he knows he can hit yet um so i'm really excited about that and i don't get this i don't get really excited about defenders that often so um but you're right when you say that we got some some ballers coming and i'm sure uh zach is coming back too so which is wonderful um yeah and my boy musa i mean musa. i'm always i'm always excited to see musa that's that's my oh, yeah. guy and i think we labeled him uh, the straw that stirs the drink last year you know <laughs> um i try to t- i try to tell him that at the end of the season he had no idea what i was saying what i was talking about <laughs> which is great um, oh but he's he's an amazing guy and even like i said just to be around the guys you know it's it's a very it's an honor and a privilege that i take very dearly so anytime i see someone is coming back I'm excited. I love it. Also, though, when you see the guys that are getting drafted and stuff, for me, it's like, oh, it's, you know, it's like you you see your, you know, I won't say best friend, but like you see a good friend go pro and I'm like, all right, cool. When are you coming to New England? What, where's your closest home game? Can I go shoot it? Because one of the things that I've always seen is like, I would love, um, I've had the pitch and I think everyone's pretty much on the same page as like, just to have this, this roster of alumni from players to staff, you know, people who have taken their, their game and their, their um, craft to the next level. Like for me, CJ Carter, love CJ, great videographer, being able to work with him in year one was unbelievable. And then seeing him now with the revs, I'm like, dude, I, I, I want to do that. Like, this is so sick. So seeing just the people that come through this club and the people that touch this club is it's a special thing. I think yeah. the club, I think the club is here to stay. So Oh yeah. It, this isn't just going to be a, a couple of year thing where, you, you know, we, we have success and, th- and then it fades away. I think, I think it's here to stay. We won't be the San Diego loyal. <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. Love those um, guys. I have some close friends over there. I'm sorry. Don't hate me. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm sure that we uh, both with this podcast listeners or people at the game, you know, I'm sure that there's some dedicated camera gear heads out there what do you shoot on what's the the equipment that you bring with you to the to the match you're giving away my next instagram reel oh man <laughs> hold on if you, i mean if you want i can show i it told you tyson's the my... guy with the questions dude <laughs> listen i respect it no it's a it's a very valid question i can if you give me two seconds i can grab the gear bag and i can show it off or i can just run through it i'll leave i'll leave that that's, up to that'd you be guys. cool man that's that's we show it off yeah all right give me two seconds let me grab yeah, this yeah. real quick See, see, this is what I'm talking about. You get Spence on. You see, he's got the charisma, and he's just throwing right. shit out there for us. I'm just gonna. So let me unblur my background, please. People, don't judge me, mom. If you're watching this, don't get mad at my room state. Oh, I, lo- I love a, I love a hard case. Is that a pelican? <sighs> so I'm broke. 
It is not a Pelican. This is the Apache. It's from, um, oh my gosh, what is that hardware store? Harbor Freight. Oh, oh no. it is about a tenth of the price of the Pelican case. Just as solid. It is fantastic. This is one of my new pickups for this year. Um, See, so you yeah. don't need you don't need a Yeti. No, absolutely <laughs> not. All right, so we can run through this relatively quickly. Uh, so this is body number one. This is a Sony A7R3. Um, this is mostly the camera. I'll get real nerdy here because I love talking about this stuff. This is the camera that I shoot a lot of the headshots, a lot of the, the slower things, anything we do in the studio, the kit release, super high resolution, doesn't have a, a super fast drive speed, but can get the job done. This is kind of my second camera for when players get too close to me. Is that a mirrorless one? Yes, everything is mirrorless. Can only I can only go mirrorless now. It's once you go mirrorless, you can't go back, and it's it's <laughs> the greatest thing in the world. Um, this is my baby. This is the Sony A9. I bought this thing used on eBay for an absolute steal of a price, and I was like, I don't think the person selling this knows what they have. Uh, and then I got it, and it's beaten. It's it's had a second life. Like this is probably its third or fourth at this point, but love it. This is uh, my main camera for games. I think it shoots like twenty. To 30 frames per second, no blackout, so I can always see the ball that's moving and the autofocus to track the ball or just players is unbelievable. Uh, we also have lens number one, 28 to 75, pretty basic. Again, this is just when players get too close for the big daddy. We pull this one out. Um, and then the main lens up until recently, this is the 70 to 200 Sony G Master. Um, one of my favorite lenses I think I've ever used, and it's just so versatile. This is 90, I want to say like 98% of stuff that I've ever shot with uh, for the green have been on this. That's all that's in the Apache case. I do have a new lens that I just finished an eBay order on last night. Uh, that's going to be even closer to the action at a 100 to 400. But my favorite piece of gear and the one that has now basically just become my my everything is this Leica Q2. So if you want me to nerd out, this is where I'll kind of go into it a bit. So for me, with I'm not I wasn't a big watch guy. I never really I don't have many vices, but when I get into something, I get all the way into it. Um and so when I got my most recent job, I always have this rule where it's like blow that first paycheck. Just if you can and you're in a place where you're comfortable, spend it so it's out of the way. And that way you're not like, oh, I need to get this in a couple months. It's like, no, just blow it on something stupid and you'll be good. So I was lucky enough to find somebody selling this camera on uh, Reddit. Reddit has a photo marketplace, which sounds super risky. Um, <laughs> but for those of you guys who don't know cameras, a Leica is considered to be the Rolex of cameras. This thing is one of this is number 130 out of 150 of these ever made. Um, so it's extremely, extremely valuable to me. And this is the, you know, when I bought it, I was like, oh, cool. Like the, the, the lens doesn't come off. It's fixed 28 millimeters. So not really versatile and not something you would think that a sports photographer would have in their bag. But this is the camera that I use to take the winning photo for the Club 11 photo contest. So this now has a very, very special place in my heart. And I'm not saying it's the gear, but just being able to like grab this camera and just be like, oh, okay, cool. I can just click this really quick and not really have to worry about too many of the settings is 
something that I love. And this is like, for me, I consider it like my heirloom piece is this is something that will never leave and will be passed down. Hopefully, if I ever have kids or just anybody in my family uh, shows like a slight interest in photography, that's that's what they'll be getting. So, yeah, that's my baby. Awesome. Awesome. And then we have some GoPros and some other stuff, but that's not the fun stuff. Dude, we just got some inside access (laughs) on on Spence's kit bag. You know, this this is pretty great, man. Um, so I just want to, I, I just want to thank all you guys again for being here tonight. Um, this is the kind of wrap up time. Um, any final thoughts for either of you guys? No, Will's, Will's good. He's got a cat behind him. It's going <laughs> to attack him any second. Um, then for me, uh, I'm just going to say that, <laughs> you know, I, am just going to say that, uh, again, thank you. Um, love and appreciate you guys. Um, I, I, just got my prints yesterday that I ordered. How do they look? Um, they look nice. Um, the shot. Uh, it, I I, I should have gotten the bigger print, so I'm gonna I'm gonna reorder. <laughs> Don't worry about it. And uh, no, no, it's cool. I'm gonna reorder. I'm gonna reorder the bigger one. Um, and I'm gonna. F- I've I've just started learning how to like do custom matting and that kind of stuff. So mm. I'm gonna I'm gonna learn how to do that. That's gonna be my next kind of uh, hobby project. Um, okay. and I've. I just did my my daughter's little. She did her art project, uh, her little Tottenham. Thing oh, there. is that what that is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I, I yeah, was yeah. feeling real good and real sentimental no, about it until you said it was Spurs, it, and I was it's like, it's perfectly, ah, it's perfectly yeah. fine. Uh, I, I understand. Yikes! It's I'm an Everton fan, so yeah, I'll, Will's I'll a let it slide. So in, in, oh, we have we have three London guys here, so no, I'm get you guys to branch out a little bit. <laughs> we won't even talk about where 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 Tyson uh, rolls in this, but. <laughs> Yeah, West Ham, we're terrible. <laughs> I respect that, though. You know, it's yeah, not yeah. one you get all the time. So no, it's like being a Kansas City uh, Royals fan. So, um, but I, I, I have started doing some custom matting and stuff. So, um, I'm gonna, I'll get that done. I'm gonna hang those. Uh, at least one of I got both, both prints. I'm gonna hang the, uh, the, the, the iconic photo uh, right up behind me too. So I'd be honored. That'll be, that'll be, uh, that'll be. Uh, featured on on Wicked Spursy and uh, my other podcast and and uh, our, our United and Green podcast. So love it. Um, yes, thank you very thank much you. for for thank putting those prints out. No, yeah, I man. appreciate it. I was yeah, you yeah. know wasn't Always. something I was thinking about doing until I won the contest and I had a couple of people like, oh, can we get prints of that? And I was like, you know, it's not a bad idea. So you know, if you hadn't done it, I was gonna fucking bootleg it anyway. So. <laughs> Well, I appreciate it. <laughs> so what is, what is it? Uh, what do they say? Imitation is the highest form of flattery. There it <laughs> is. Exactly. Kind of works. No, but exactly. I appreciate that. Um, just a little housekeeping before we leave here. Uh, this is United and Green Podcast. You can find us on all your favorite podcast platforms from um, Spotify to Spreaker to Podbean. Uh, any of those. Uh, iHeartRadio, I think, has has it on there. Uh, Google Play. Uh, we still can't get onto Apple because I'll put in a word. I used them. to work there. You know, the <laughs> Sea Coast fans or something. I don't understand at oh, this point. Space be. Ghost, yeah, yeah, yeah. Bad um, taste. <laughs> but um, yeah. So uh, that's that's where we live. We also live on YouTube.com forward slash United and Green. Um, you can find us there if you want to uh, join the live streams. Um, we're also on Instagram at United and Green Podcast, and uh, we do have a Facebook page that we don't use, but. Um, 
Does because anyone use Facebook still? No, I, I exactly. My dad does. So. Same. I mean, your, I was your aunt say does, but you know, yeah. Okay. <laughs> your aunt does. So uh, yeah, from there, um, we're just gonna we're just gonna go ahead and say uh, again, love and appreciate you guys. Um, until next time, we're gonna see us in a couple of weeks. Um, and, and stay tuned for updates on Top Attack with Coach Dan. So uh, until then, up the green. Up the green. Up the green.